Hi, and welcome to the Lessons with Leslie podcast, where I share all things self-love and becoming God's version of you. Are you a woman who struggles with loving yourself or seeing yourself the way God sees you? Where you're in the right place and you're also in good company because I used to be that woman too, but thankfully I am not her anymore. My self-love journey is full of valuable lessons that I'm eager to share with you. It is my hope that I can empower you to become everything that God had in mind when he created the unique masterpiece that is called you. And yes, I'm talking to you. Thanks so much for stopping by and hanging out with me today. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday to you. Happy December. Also, by the way, this is the last month of 2023, and I can't even believe that I'm saying that this year is almost over. I hope you enjoyed spending time with your family last week. I was able to travel and spend some time with mine and saw some people that I hadn't seen in a while. So that was a good thing. I also ate pretty good too and brought some calories back with me that I'm trying to get rid of. (laughs) So today I'm going to close out the I'm Expecting series with a lesson entitled Managing Our Expectations of God. Part one of this series focused on the expectations that I should have of myself, Part two was how to manage our expectations of people. So if you haven't checked those two episodes out yet, I highly encourage you to do so because we're going to build for the last time today. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Just like we have expectations of ourselves and other people, we also have expectations of God. Now, after all, that's what faith is, believing who God says he is and that he will do what he said he will do. But let me ask you, how do we manage hoping for, counting on, and looking forward to God doing a particular thing for us, and yet it doesn't happen? Have you ever been there? And I think if we're all honest, we can all say that we have at some point in our lives. You know, we've expected a certain outcome from a prayer that we prayed. We expected God to come through for us last week, last month, last year, and it still hasn't happened. Now, maybe we pray for our loved ones to be healed, yet we found ourselves attending their funeral instead, something that no one is ever ready to face. Maybe it's a child. You know, we've been praying to get pregnant, but it's been one miscarriage after another. Maybe you desire to be married, but years have passed and it still hasn't happened yet. And instead of that financial breakthrough that you so desperately need, bankruptcy is staring you in the face. When life happens, as it will, according to Matthew 5 and 45, it rains on the just and the unjust. And Psalm 34, 19 confirms that a good man has troubles too. And unfortunately, we can't isolate ourselves from suffering that would be nice, but it's not possible. And when those times come, it's going to be easy to lose hope and want to give up. But don't you give up just yet. Because the consolation is that we're not the first ones to feel this way. And let me give you some examples. Job, he was a righteous man, a husband, a father who feared God and stayed away from evil. But God still allowed the unthinkable to happen to him. He suffered the kind of loss that leaves us speechless. And out of his grief, anguish, and pain, Job, he questioned God's decision to allow his affliction. But when it was all said and done in Job 19, 25 through 27, Job concluded, even with all that he had been through, that his Redeemer lives and he knows that he will see God. 
In John chapter 11, Mary and Martha's brother, Lazarus, he got sick. So they sent word for Jesus to come and heal him. Now, Jesus did show up, but it was a few days after they sent for him. And in Mary and Martha's eyes, he was four days too late because Lazarus was already dead and buried. And they were at home mourning when Jesus finally showed up. And Martha, she said to Jesus, if you had come when we asked you to, this would not have happened. And I'm paraphrasing. Mary also went to Jesus. She was crying and full of grief and sorrow. She told Jesus the same thing. If you had been here, my brother would still be alive. Now, their humanness and pain could not allow them to see beyond those current circumstances. And I can unpack this story a little bit more, but we all know how the story ended. They were talking to the resurrection the whole time. He allowed Lazarus to die to prove who he was. It was for the benefit of those standing around. And Jesus spoke three words, Lazarus, come forth, and gave Mary and Martha, their brother back, alive and well. Jesus himself, he knows what unanswered prayer feels like. While he was here on earth, he was fully God, yet he was fully human. He was fully man. He had expectations of his father. Going to the cross wasn't something that Jesus wanted to do. He knew the brutality that he was about to face prior to and during the crucifixion, and it became too much for him to bear. In Luke 22, 39 through 44, Jesus went to the Mount of Olives to pray. The agony of of what was about to happen to him was weighing so heavily on him. He asked God for a way out of the suffering that he was about to face. He prayed even more, so much so that sweat started to fall from him like drops of blood. He concluded that he wanted to do what his father's will was, even if it meant being the sacrificial lamb to take away the sins of the world. And y'all, I am so glad that he decided to go through with it and he paid a price that we never could. Just like with Job, Mary, Martha, and Jesus when he was here on earth, We can always pour our heart out to God and expect him to be a father who will listen, a father who cares, who understands our tears. He's acquainted with our grief and pain. Jesus, he even wept when he saw the level of grief that Mary and Martha were going through over their beloved brother and Jesus, his friend, Lazarus. And let me tell you, he cares about you too. It's human nature to want answers to our questions, like make it all make sense. Why God allows certain things to happen, we may never know on this side of heaven. In his sovereignty, God doesn't have to consult with his creation before he does anything because he's God. Our wisdom is limited, his hidden, and his ways will always be higher than ours because he doesn't think like we do. God's word is true. It's infallible. Everything he said will happen. He can be trusted to perform his word. Now, how do we manage our expectations of God? Let me answer that for you. We manage our expectations of God by hoping in him no matter what. God wants us to live from a place of expectancy. Even when he doesn't answer us the way we want him to or we think that he should, we can still expect it to work for our good. And Romans 8 and 28 backs me up on this and the Amplified Bible states, and we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. 
I never want to be so let down by what I expect from God to the point that I walk away from him. He is my very existence. It is in him that I live, move, and have my being. So where am I going to go? I must rest in the fact that God will never leave me, forsake me, nor will he turn his back on me. He's going to be right there to walk me through whatever season that I find myself in. And I can attest, I have been through most every season you can think of, and God has been the constant and forever and faithful friend to me. Now, he may not do exactly what I want him to, when I want him to, or how I want him to, but I do know with an assurance that it will eventually work for my good and his glory because I've got testimonies to prove it. No matter who comes or goes, what happens or doesn't happen, my hope, my expectancy will remain in him. I trust that God will always has my best interest at heart. He's going to see to it that I come out on top and it works in my favor. But what I love most about him, he's my friend. He's my friend for life. He has proven come what may, he will always stick around. And if you don't remember anything else that I've said today or in this series, I want you to grab a hold of these two scriptures. And when the challenges of life come, because they will, remind yourself of what you can expect from God. The first one is found in Isaiah 41 and 10, and the Amplified Bible states, Do not fear anything, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand, a hand of justice, of power, of victory, of salvation. And the second scripture is Matthew 28 and 20, and I'll read the Living Bible Translation. And then teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, that I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Thank you so much, guys, for hanging with me today. I appreciate you as always. I hope you enjoyed this series. Please share it with a friend and come back and join me on December the 15th. I will be sharing a lesson entitled The Four P's of Purpose. Did you know that the real you, the fulfilled you, can only be found in knowing and living your God-given purpose. And sometimes our greatest frustration in life comes when we don't know who we are or what we've been purposed to do. So join me on the 15th and we will talk about it. I also encourage you to check out my YouTube channel, Lessons with Leslie, if you haven't done so already. There's a new video every Friday. I am grateful for your love and support. I don't take that for granted. So thank you for the time that you continue to give to me. Enjoy your weekend and take care. So this concludes today's episode of Lessons with Leslie. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I do appreciate it. In the description of this podcast, you will find my website and social media platform information, and I would love to connect with you there. I also look forward to chatting with you every first and third Friday of the month. In the meantime, remember that you matter because you do. In Christ, you will always be enough. You are never alone, and most importantly, you are eternally and unconditionally loved. Until next time, take care.